0: Praise God. Well, it's good to be back again. Amen. It's been a while. <laughs> Hallelujah. But it feels like home. Amen. So I guess we're going to pray. Amen. And then we're going to talk about uh, taking a stand. Well, I don't know how, but it seems like every time I'm up here, I'm talking about taking a stand. Because that's what I'm doing. Amen. And that's what you have to do. If you don't take a stand, you won't get what's promised you. Amen? And so, well, I'm not sure about that. But I know not taking a stand can mess mess things up quite a bit. Because you have to be sure. You have to know that you know that you know where your faith is. Amen? And so many of us uh, think that our faith is in God. And in the word, but sometimes it's not. I found out that mine wasn't. And so you have to allow God to be God and get you on a straight path. And when that happens, all is good. Amen. So why don't we pray? Father, we just bless your word. We thank you for your word, Lord. You're a good God, and we love you, and we bless you. We honor you, and we lift you up. And we thank you, Father, for what you're doing in this hour. That, Father, break open the bread of life for your people here today. And allow us to eat and eat and eat until we are full and satisfied. And we give you all the honor and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we're going to uh, take our text out of Hebrews 11. <clears throat> if we're talking about faith, that's where you go, right? Hebrews 11.1. 1. And it says now faith. And I like that because I ignored that for so many years. And I remember when Pastor Barb did a teaching on now faith. Cause it's a difference, you know, I mean that, that scripture says now faith. Cause faith is now. Faith is not off into the, <laughs> to tomorrows or the, the byways. I mean faith is right now. Amen. So now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Amen. Amen. And so, you know, sometimes you can wonder if your faith is in the right direction or you can get so tangled up with the natural, you know, uh dealing with how you feel and how things look, and you can get turned around. But now faith is... Now faith is your evidence. It's like, God, how will I know? How do I know that you're going to do this thing for me? Because of your faith, your now faith. Now faith is your evidence. Amen. That the promise is yours. Hallelujah. My faith is in the word of God. Hallelujah. Because faith is the evidence. It's the proof. Your faith is the title deed. To that you're going to that it's already done it's just like a a title to a car It's like you nobody will deal with you uh in the business uh arena if you can't prove to them that the car is yours. If you don't have a title, you don't own that car, so if you present a title to the people that you want to do business with that lets them know that you own that car. And so faith is just like that. It's the title deed that your promise is sure. It's the title deed that you really have something and that you're really looking for something. You're really banking on something and that it's really yours. Amen. That you really have something. It, uh, faith, that title deed says that it's on the way, that it's coming. And that there's nothing can stop it. The devil can't stop it. People can't stop it. Amen. You know, the, the devil, uh, God told, um, what was his name? Um, Daniel. He says, I, I answered your request the first day you prayed. But he said, but an, the, de- the devil held it up 21 days. So the minute that you start to understand where your faith is, and this is, I'm just using this as an example of that angel fighting 21 days for the, for the answer. When God says yes, it's yes. You don't know what's happening in between, you know? Just because you don't see it don't mean it's not coming or it's not done, amen? It's it's just that there's so much um, activity in the atmosphere, but God is on your side, and he's doing what he's supposed to do because he cannot fail. Um, I know in the religious realm, I used to be in it. I'm not there anymore, thank God. But I know people always say, if it's his will. Now, that makes me angry. (laughs) If it's his will. And I was having a discussion with God about this a few months ago, and I said, I know it's your will. Then this is the other this the other level of religion. I know it's your will, and I know you can, but will you do it for me? And so God will get all of these things cleared up, but you have to know where you're placing your faith. And my faith is in the word because if you get in the word. And you allow that word to meditate on the word and allow it to change your thinking and change your attitude and change your want to be to not want to be. Because some things you just don't have to see. God doesn't have to show us anything. Uh, He's already spoken. The word says yes. You know, the word and the spirit agree. And so if he said yes and he always said yes, then it's done deal. And so the in-between stuff is the things that we need to experience so that God can get to our hearts. God is doing a work, a complete work, and he's doing a new thing. He So we don't know what's on the agenda or we know it's going to be good because God can't fail and everything he does is good. And it's like Nola was saying, his hand is open. I like that. I'm going to use that. His hand is open toward us. (laughs) And so when you know these things, then you can operate in your, I don't know what we used to call that. I can't think of it. But anyway, you can carry your corner. And you'll be good and you'll be okay until God comes, your due season comes. And when it comes, it's coming big. The longer you wait, the better it is. Amen. And so faith is your evidence. If you think you don't have, have evidence, you still here. <clears throat> you're still serving. You haven't quit. So you're in faith and your faith is your evidence that your promise is your proof. It's your title deed that what you are waiting for is guaranteed. Amen. So, you have to figure out well, where am I placing my faith? My faith is in the Word of God, and if we would get in the Word and allow the Word to absorb and change us and <clears throat> just rebuild us, remake us uh just do a uh, inner work because that's what um the word is for it's life, you know. <clears throat> It's everything to us. It's life. It's light. You know, you can't do anything without the word. If we allow the word to do what it's supposed to do, then you will not be disappointed. But you won't be confused about if God's going to do this or not. Because your assurance comes through the word of God. Amen. Everything that we need, we live and move and have our being out of this word. And that's all we need, no matter how it looks, no matter how it feels, no matter what we think, no matter what other people think. We have that assurance that God is with us, and his word gives us that proof. Amen? His word gives us that assurance that we need so that we can keep moving, keep going, keep standing, keep doing the will of God and not faint. Amen. Because once you, if you faint, if you quit, and I felt like quitting, and so have all of you. <laughs> but <laughs> don't try to play me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, I did. No, I didn't. <laughs> but, but the reason you get up and you keep trying and you keep pushing and you you do it another day when you said you couldn't is because you're in faith. You got faith, amen? Well, we know we got faith because God's given us the measure. But your faith is working. Your faith is carrying you. Your faith is doing everything that it's supposed to do. Because the devil will try to make you think you are a failure, that you, did, you missed it, you didn't get it, but you got it, amen? You got it. And the word is that assurance. I was just looking at, at the scriptures and at everything that they tell us. And this is, this is, uh, I'm not going to say it's a, a rude awakening because these things we know, but sometimes when you're in a situation, it takes that for God to pull you back around and you take a closer look and you say, okay, this is real and and God is doing this. He is with me. It's like this. How can you how can you not know that God is gonna do what He promised when His Word tells us everything that He is doing? See His Word guides us. His Word promises there's promises on every page and so all you have to do is continue to read what He's already spoken. Number one is spoke. It's the spoken word, spoken word of God, the rhema word. God's already said it. He put it on blast already. <laughs> All you have to do is receive it, and that's why I see why uh, Mark eleven twenty three says, "I believe, I receive." When I prayed, I used to didn't get that, and I never would give that to people to read because I didn't understand it myself. I mean, I can read, but I didn't comprehend the the power behind that scripture. And so after you go through the scriptures and you allow them to change you on the inside, uh, then you will understand and know that it's already done. God is with you. And when you you can go back and say, well, God, I, I believe now. And when you say you believe because you've got the evidence, this Bible is evidence. It's evidence of everything that God has said. Everything that he stands for is in here. And then he's spoken it. You know, he's spoken. He's already said what he's going to do. And when you got that, you don't need anything else. The word is your assurance that what he says he's going to do, he's going to do it. Amen. And so you can walk freely and in confidence knowing that it's already done. And that's why you can look at people and say, I'm healed. What's your problem? Amen. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with you, but I am healed. It's already done. It's a done deal. Well, how do you know? Cause the word of God says it. The word of God has already cleared that, you know, he, it's settled forever settled amen and so we don't have to worry about it and i'm um you know i've been back and forth with this thing because <laughs> when you you catch yourself in the middle of something you have your doubts especially when you're going through but you have to take this is what the the word has taught me you got to take a position you take a faith position see faith takes a position amen And when you take a position, you stay there and you don't move. You say, I shall not be moved. And when you take a position and you say, I will not be moved, the devil has to bow. He can't stand up under that pressure. It's just no way. Amen. And so what he does is he'll mess with people around you or he'll. You know, cause accidents or whatever near, and you, you, you still get through cause it's like a near miss. It didn't get me. And so he can try to cause all these different things, but it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't hit you. Because God is with you. And he's already spoken and he's not changing his mind. Amen. So no matter what you see, feel, or think, God is with you. Amen. And pretty soon, if you take in this word, according to um, Proverbs 4.20, if you do what the word, in other words, if you do what the word says, because the word is here guiding us through everything, and if we do what it tells us to do and believe what it says to believe and understand that this is God's word, he's spoken it already, he's already done it, then there's no, the, the devil has to back off. Amen. It doesn't mean that you won't have situations. Like I say, the devil's gonna come in there and try to do some stuff. But you got the victory, amen? amen. You have the victory, amen. So why don't we go to Romans 10. And I, I got a lot of scripture. I tried to keep it in sequence, but of course that didn't work. But I don't know why. It didn't work. So, amen. And so, yeah, the word is always good, isn't it? (sighs) Hallelujah. Uh, Romans 10, 17, we we know it by heart. So this is what the word tells you about your faith. See, the word of God, I guess what I'm trying to say is the word of God can put you on the map. It can, it, amen, it can tell you where your faith is in case you don't know. Because <laughs> you know how it is when everything is coming at you full blast. You don't know where you are. It's like, I don't know where I am. Amen. But you get in the word of God, it'll show you where you are. So Romans ten seventeen says, so then faith comes by hearing. Hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing by the word of God. It doesn't mean that you listen for a little while and then you, you think you got it. That doesn't work either. Amen. So we have to hear and meditate on the word of God. Our faith won't be secure until you meditate on the word. Amen. And then your maybe faith will ch- change to now faith. Hallelujah. Not somewhere to faith that's somewhere in the future. But it'll be now faith. Even if you don't get it today, you'll look for it tomorrow. You say, well, well, God, I didn't get it today. It's coming tomorrow or it's coming tonight, you know, but you don't, you don't lose that hope because that hope is in the word. The hope is it, it gets on the inside of you. Amen. The word changes you. It changes your thinking. It changes your spiritual. Being, it changes your outlook on life. The word is everything. Amen. Faith must come with conviction. Amen. It must come with conviction. It's not, you're not, uh, you don't have conviction at first, but eventually it builds. Amen. That word conviction, you know, I like looking stuff up. It means a fixed or a firm belief or an opinion or view. So in other words, you become fixed and firm, uh, because the word has worked on you on the inside. See, it's all about the spirit. I'm convinced it's all about the spirit realm. It has very little to do with the natural. Amen. Because God is in the spirit realm on a, a higher scale. The devil is down here doing what he can do, but God is over that. And so are we. We're elevated. Amen. We're seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, which puts us over the turmoil. But what we like to do sometimes is go and dig stuff up because we're just so used to doing it. Amen. Or sometimes you can have a wrong conversation. I've done it many times with the wrong person and it's on. Amen. But (laughs) but god wants us to live higher than that and i'm not just talking about stuff in the natural but i'm talking about in the spirit realm pull yourself up to where god is where the promises are you know where where you were believing stay in that realm where you're believing and nothing can stop you because it can't amen So you have to meditate. And then when you meditate on the word, you start to hear better. You know, you start to focus better. And the word of God starts to change how you think and how you see things. Hallelujah. The conviction also means a position or a stance. Like taking a stand. Amen. So in other words, your faith takes a position and it don't move. And pretty soon peace comes. You enter into God's rest. In case some of you don't know what rest is. I thought I knew what rest was. Oh no, I didn't know. But rest is when you give it to God and don't keep taking it back. Well, I gave it to you yesterday. But see, they did this and they did that. So now here I am back again. And so you don't take it back. Amen you continue to stay in that position see rest is a position it's not so much a thing it, it does that make sense okay it's a position that you take and you refuse to be moved because you don't you know you don't have to deal with it your emotions and your feelings have been surrendered to god it's it's um, how can i put that it's under control how you think your emotions, your, 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 your feelings, um, you know, all of this worry and anxiety, all of that stuff is under control because the Word has worked on the inside of you. And then your position of authority is in the Word of God. And you just, you just say, I'm in faith. My position is faith that I'm not moving and I'm not worried, I'm, I'm resting in, and see, some people think resting is don't not doing nothing. Rest is when you you're not worried because you've given it over to God, and you said this is yours, God, you know. And because it's offensive to God when you worry, and when you hold on to things. And so when you enter into that's why isn't that why the children of um, Israel they didn't enter in because they refused to rest. They didn't enter into the rest, so they never, they saw the promised land from afar. They went and they got that far. That's scary. You get that far and you don't enter in because you don't trust God, because you don't hand it over to him, because you refuse to let it go, because you know best. Amen. And so you hang on to it or you you hold on to it a few days and you give it to God for a month and you take it back the next month and so they re, they refused to quit murmuring and complaining blaming God for everything bad there was giants on the land they got mad about that when they when God said take the land and so they kept blaming God and being Angry and unappreciative and they saw from a distance the promised land, but they never entered in because they never entered into their rest. Amen. And when you don't give things over to God, it makes it hard for you. I found out that this is what, this is what causes you to move into that Abraham brand of faith. That Abraham brand is, is it comes from a a place of rest. You know, you become a, what was that God told him? Uh, Consider not. You become a consider not. You know, where you say, I've laid it at God's feet. And you start laughing about it like Sarah and Abraham laughed. (coughs) Because they were so old, they thought it was a joke. And so when that angel showed up. And she knew it, that angel meant business. She started to believe because she started to get more relaxed in the word and what God had spoken, what the angel had spoken. And so she started to laugh. Amen. And so uh, God helps you along because God gave Abraham and Sarah the faith to, to endure. He said, you're going to be a father of many. You know, and he said, look up and look down. When you start to feel doubt and unbelief, look at the sand, look at the stars and remind yourself that this is real. And he did it. And if he did it, we can do it because we have so much more working for us. We have the Holy Spirit on the inside of us. Amen. Working for us, guarding us, comforting us, uh, impacting us. We have... The Holy Spirit to do everything for us. They didn't have that. But God is always working. Amen. Amen. So get, get your faith to where God, it pleases God. Get that Abraham brand of faith and you get it through the word, meditating on the word of God. And you'll know, cause you, you'll, you'll notice yourself that you don't worry so much anymore, complain so much. Those little things hit you, but you snap right out of it, you know, and you're not looking down and depressed, you know, because the weight, the weight is not on your shoulders. You ever heard people say after they had an encounter with God, it's like a weight fell off or after I got prayer, it's like a weight fell off me. That's that's that rest that God is is wanting all of us to enter in. But he wants us to stay there. And the only way you can stay there is constant communication with him. Amen? Sitting at his feet. It's the best position and it's the best seat in the house. I'll put it like that. Sitting at his feet. Worshiping him. Talking to him like he's your best friend. Amen? Hallelujah. And you'll start to see how God sees. You'll start to think like he thinks. And then you'll know that you know that you know. That God is going to do what he said he's going to do. Because the, the word of God is your evidence. Amen. This Bible is the 66 books of promises and evidence that what God says he's going to do, he's capable of doing it. He doesn't just say he's going to do something and he don't do it. Amen. And then you start to trust God. This, this is all that the word, this is what the word does to you. Because it changes how you think and how you feel about God and about the kingdom of God and what he's doing in the kingdom. You start to believe, amen? You start to trust and you start to live free. You start to love again, trust again. He'll teach you how to do all of these things over again, amen? You know, sometimes we just need a redo. <laughs> I know how to. We need to be unplugged and plugged up again. Amen. A replug. Or or reset, whatever you want to call it. But I know God is doing exceedingly and abundantly above all we could ask or think, and that I like that scripture as Ephesians 3:20. But it says according to the power that works in you. And see that power That works in you comes from God. It comes from the word of God. It's like this. This is just my words. How much did this word. Convince you. That God is for you. And he's going to do what he says he's going to do. You know. Did I get that? Did I screw you up? (laughs) Ephesians 3.20. Amen. Amen. It takes effect on us. And in that exceedingly abundantly, see, we like to say that, but it's according to the power that's working inside of you. Amen. And that power that works inside of us is the power of the word. In other words, it's like this. What's your power? What's your word level? Amen. What is your word level? Because see, some people's word level is low, and they asking high. <laughs> they they're asking for big things with a a low word level. See, that word has to come inside of you and transform you. Amen. It's not that you can't ask high. I'm asking high too. I'm asking big. And I didn't know if I was going in west or east, but I was still asking big. But what God wants you to do is get in the word and and transform your thinking. Amen. So that your word level, you're full of the word and your word level is high. And then the thing that you're asking for, you'll see, it's such a small thing. And so what do you do? You start asking for bigger. <laughs> You ask for exceedingly and abundantly. You ask for bigger than what you asked for before because what you, what we ask God for, these things are not hard. They're not big things. Amen. But you have to get your word level higher. Amen. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Jesus is the word. What's the word? Jesus is the word. He's the living word and he lives in us. He is the living Word he's a um God Almighty that came in the form of man and walked the earth so that he could identify and demonstrate the power of God and so you can say he is the Word he is the word John one one let's go there right quick hallelujah John one one mm-. And it talks about in the be- I think in the beginning <clears throat> we shouldn't be far from it. It says, "In the beginning was the word and the word was with God, and the word was God, and he was in the beginning with God, all things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made." I'm going to read that again in verse two he was in the beginning with god all things were made through him and without him nothing was made that was made and in him was life and the life was the light of men and the light sh- and the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not comprehend it then it starts talking about John the Baptist. It says then there was a man sent from God whose name was John. Of course we know that was John, John the Baptist. And he came before God, before Jesus. But Jesus came to demonstrate this, this word, what this word says. And give us, uh, assure, assurance that what this word says would happen. Amen. So that we wouldn't be lost. And he came to conquer death, sin, and evil. Amen. And give us a second hope on life. Eternal life. Amen. So the word of God, the Bible says in Hebrews 4.12. I think we were already in Hebrews. Let's go back there. Let's go to 4.12. We were in 11. Let's go back to 4. <clears throat> Verse 12. And it describes the word to me. Uh-oh. Let's see. Hebrews 4.12. And it says, for the word of God is living and powerful. And sharper than any two-edged sword. Piercing even to the division of soul and spirit. And of joints and marrow. See the word can get inside of you. And do all of that. Amen. Isn't that something? The word of God is so important. It's so important. The word is just nothing compares to the word of God. And this is our assurance. Once you get in these scriptures and it becomes a part of you and it goes on the inside of you and build your spirit man up and your word level rises that nothing can stop you amen (laughs) Amen. really amen nothing can stop you it's so wonderful Hallelujah. I just want to read it again. For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit. See, it'll separate your flesh from your spirit, man. Amen. Because a lot of most people, when we don't know God, we live in the soul. Amen. Some of us do that even being born again because we're not trained to do anything different but the word of God trains us amen, amen. hallelujah and the more in touch <laughs> excuse me the more in touch you are with the spirit the the more your your inward man is being increased it pumped up and your flesh is dying amen Because that's what the Word does. This is than a two-edged sword, and it separates your flesh from your spirit. And it exposes your flesh if you want to play tough guy with it. It will expose your flesh. But the Word of God is everything. We can't live without it. And I don't want to live without it. Amen. Piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and joints. It gets all in your joints and your marrow because it heals. It's, it has healing power. Amen. Hallelujah. Just get all in mind. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> and it is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. It can read your heart, read your mind. Amen. Isn't that something? This, this word is powerful. It's so important. And, and just think, I was looking at something I shouldn't probably been looking at. It was on TikTok. I think that's where I was. I ain't sure. I don't know. Yeah, I was on Facebook, then I jumped over. I was on TikTok. And this guy was giving out $20 bills to anybody that passed by. He was in Walmart. He said, I give you $20 if you can say a Bible verse. And you know, only two people said a Bible verse. You saw that? He's up, no. Uh, what, behind you. She saw it. And no, it was like only two people, and they weren't saying it right. And then this, this one lady, she said, I know, I know one of them. I know it's, um." and you know what? Most of them, they did know John 3.16. They couldn't recite it. But they said, you know, it's, uh, John 3.16. And the guy said, we'll recite it. She said, I don't know it, but I know it's John 3.16. <laughs> so. Because you see how she held on to that. They know that Jesus died for their sins. Because that's what I had to come away with. It's like, well, they knew John 3.16. They couldn't recite it verbatim. But they knew John 3.16 was in there. One lady did the 23rd Psalm. but And that was it. Nobody else. And everybody got mad at him when he asked them. Some people stopped and tried. It's because people don't read the Bible. They don't read the Word. And it's the Word has every... Your life is in the Word. Amen. Your life is in the Word. Your future is in the Word. Everything is here in the Word of God. Everything that we need. Hallelujah. Salvation, healing, blessings... the same thing goes for finances that goes for for healing if you need finances it's the same faith your faith will take care of everything amen it will take it it doesn't leave anything else the word is active and alive and powerful and sharp sharper than any two edged sword I love that it gets all in your bone marrow amen And it cleans you up. And it makes you better. In other words, it's like the doctor coming to your house attending to you. You know, remember back in the day, they used to have those doctors come to your house. And they'd say, well, is there anything else you need before I go? And so the word fixes you. It, It takes care of you just like that. And anything else that you might need. The word of God offers everything. That you need. It's just so good. Amen. Hallelujah. Once you take a stand and you allow the word to work on you and it works on your heart, it works on everything that concerns you. It'll work on your marriage. It'll, it'll work on your, your finances. It'll do everything. I mean, there's nothing that the word cannot do. Nothing that the word cannot do amen hallelujah so then your word level go up <laughs> and you can expect i think you can ask high when your word level is low but when your word level rises you ask high the, the difference is i think is you know you're gonna get it you're not out of your league because you're in that position you're in a position to receive whatever it is that you're asking God for cuz see you have to have the right atmosphere you have to be in the right position and so i think when you take in the word more of the word every day and that word starts to change you you can ask what you will and 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 you the difference is you know it will be done for you because the word has had a, a chance to work in your heart, work in your spirit, work in your mind. Amen? It makes all these changes on the inside. And then Mark eleven twenty three will seem real. You know what? When I pray, I, I did. I believe I receive when I prayed, Because the devil can cause so much confusion on your mind. You don't know what you... I don't know. I don't know what I did. I don't know what I was believing. I don't remember. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I think I believed. I don't know. You know, I'm all over the place. But if you continue to take in the word and allow that word to settle you, change you, increase you, your spirit man gets so big, you start to gain weight. (laughs) Well, at least it happened to me. I got to blame it on something. Amen. But I'm telling you, the word makes you prominent. I'm going to use that word. It makes you prominent. Not that you're better than anybody, but you're on a level where you, you expect thing, big things to happen. Amen? You know, it's like God can give you your own business or he can, you know, just do all these things. And it's on a higher level because you understand now and you expect these things. And you know, you paid the cost. You paid the price. See, that's the problem. We don't want to pay the price. We want to we ask big, but we don't want to pay the price. I understand it. Amen. But the more you get into the Word of God, the more you understand. It's not that hard to pay the price. All you have to do is make the Word of God your priority. Make Jesus your priority long for him long to be his friend long to have a conversation with him long to make him a member of your family amen don't leave him out break bread uh take communion do all of these things just because you're you don't have to wait for church amen because most of the people they don't want to take communion no way because they they they're scared of it and Think there's something wrong with it. Take communion at home with Jesus. Amen. And make him your friend. Make him your priority. Hallelujah. And then you'll, you'll live a better life. And see, you'll be start to believe for the impossible. And that's the Abraham brand of faith. Abraham brand of faith believes for impossible things. And it's like, oh, that's no problem. Oh yeah. Yeah, I I I want a mansion. It's on the bucket list. No big deal. Amen. Cause it's not a big deal with God. You can have these things. Um I wanna we talked about Proverbs four, but I want to read it. So let's go there. Proverbs four. Hallelujah. 420. It says, my son, give attention to my words, talking to you and me. Give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart or your spirit, for they are life to those that find them and health to all your flesh. So, And let me go to 23 and it says, keep your heart with all diligence for out of it springs the issues of life and put away from you a deceit, a deceitful mouth. Amen. So this word, it says, attend to my words and incline your ear. That means you need to hear the word. Amen. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So hear the word. Give attention to the word. That means meditate on it. Don't let it depart from your eyes. That means read your Bible every day. Amen. Read it every day. I had gotten away from that. I was so busy doing ministry. That I wasn't paying attention to God. That happens all the time. Amen. You can get busy doing a lot of things. And I was busy doing ministry and I was, you know, tiptoe by, well, I, I'll read just this right here because I need to read that and that's it. That's not the right way. And you do that a few years and then you just on the outskirts thinking you know and you don't know. Amen. Because of time has passed you by. In other words, your word level was shrinking. <laughs> It was shrinking. You thought it was still up here when you, you know, were working at, with it, working at it, but it was steadily shrinking because you were spending less and less time with the word. And so I'm so intrigued with <clears throat> Proverbs 420. We've known this scripture for years, but I, it has a special meaning to me now because it gives you instructions on what to do to build your, your faith level up. If your word level goes up, your faith level goes up. Attend to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Don't let them depart from your eyes. That means you keep that this word in front of you all the time. Keep it in the midst of your heart. Because it's life. This word is life to those that find them. See, you have to find the words. The word of God. You got to look for it. And see, just because you, you're a preacher or you teach or whatever you're doing, that doesn't mean you, it doesn't mean that you have found. It says in 22, for those, for they are life to those that find them. See, once you read the word, you can read the word and not find the word. Amen. But you keep it in the midst of your heart. You let it sink in and let it change you. <laughs> Meditating, not just read it once and and shut it down and say, well, I did my 15 minutes. And I've been there, too. Amen. And it it can so easily escape us. Amen. And so we have to, on purpose, we have to visit the word of God on purpose daily. Make it a, a priority in your life. We have to pay the price. This is part of paying the price. Amen. Hallelujah. And so it's it's for those that find them. It's life. And health. To your flesh. It heals your body. (laughs) Just being under the word. Just reading the word. Just letting it consume you. It heals you. It heals your mind. I mean there's no reason to. To be crazy if you stay in the word, because if it can heal your body, it can heal your mind. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and it says in, in, uh, 22b, it says, and it's health to your flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence. Amen. For out of it springs the issues of life. Wow. The issues of life. Everything pertaining to life and godliness is in the word. Everything. Out of it springs the issues of life. It's just so wonderful what God does. Amen. And God will heal you. Nothing can come out of this but healing. And and prosperity. And elevation. I mean all good things. From meditating on the word, from reading your word, from allowing the word to really sink in and not just let it become a ritual, you know just something you do you're not receiving anything from it you're just trying to pay the piper, but it doesn't work like that it the Bible already said it's it's quick it's shot it's smarter than us <laughs> the word the word of God is quick and sharp. Amen. Sharper than the two-edged sword. And it's already reading your motives. You ain't getting out of here quick. You're going to have to back up. And really see what the word has for you. I'm so thankful that I know. And I'm still finding out. Amen. And then to say nothing about. The wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him is added. Amen. God makes you smarter, you know, in a spiritual way. He does everything for us just through his word. The word is not a cheap commodity. It's worth its weight in gold. Amen. Amen. And it's more powerful than gold. It really is. The word of God is more powerful than gold. Hallelujah! It's everything, and God will heal you. And don't think about if it's His will. I th- I wish I could just throw that in the garbage can. His will is His word. This is His will. Because <laughs> I I was reading somewhere where someone asked a question: What is the will of God? It's His word. The will of God is his word. This is his will, his last will and testament. Amen. And it's got your name on it and my name on it. And all these things you can have if you believe. Amen. If you take the time to search uh, that relationship with the Lord. You know, it's nothing that can come out of this but a relationship with Jesus. Because this is his last will and testament. Well, not his last, because he's alive. Jesus is alive. But he still left this Bible for us to enter into what he's doing. No, Enter into his world. I'll put it like that. Because so many people don't even know him. And that was Paul's desire to know him. Amen. It's just so awesome. Amen. Let's go to Matthew 8. Praise God, and that should be that should be our ultimate goal. I know we have families and marriages and these things, you know we need cars and all of this stuff and and it's part of life. We live in the world, we're not of the world, but we live in the world, and there are certain things we have to do, but ultimately we need to we should desire to know Him. Amen that should be a desire. You no know, like Paul's desire to know him. Matthew 8:17. <clears throat> uh let's see. It'd be nice if I go there. 17. Oh yeah, and this is uh the prophet Isaiah said this. Uh let me see. 8:17. Yeah. It says that it might that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah, the prophet, saying he himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. Now, if the word of God is telling you that, then that's what happened. He bore our sicknesses. He took our infirmities. Amen. In other words, he sent his word and he healed us. And so it the, The question is, if a person is looking in the word, try to find out if if they have a healing coming. Well, this right here tells you. It says, he himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. Amen. And the word, you can bank on the word. It doesn't lie. Hallelujah. Galatians 3. Sorry I have you all going everywhere. I always say I'm not going to do that and then I do it. You know. Sorry about that. Galatians three thirteen. And it says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree, that the blessings of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Amen. And so knowing that, knowing that uh, you've been redeemed from the curse of the law. You know, if you ask a person, go to Walmart like that guy was doing and say, uh, what have you been, re- what did Christ redeem you from? People wouldn't know. They'll say sin. Amen. But it says here you've been redeemed from the curse of the law. And sickness is a curse. Poverty is a curse. Everything bad is a curse. Amen. But but the Bible says we've been redeemed. See, if we remember this stuff and, and don't read it just once, keep reading it until it becomes a part of you, you'll know that you know that you know that God is going to do what he says he's going to do. Amen. Because he is the word. He can't lie because he is the word. He's the living word. Amen. And so he's redeemed us from the curse of the law. And these are things that you look at and you listen to, to understand and know that this word will work for you. Because it has to work for you. Amen. And that the blessings of Abraham, I like that. And the promise of the Holy Spirit. He promised the Holy Spirit. And see, by faith we receive that. When people get baptized in the Holy Ghost, they have to receive that by faith. Because that's part of the blessing. Amen. It's not part of the curse. It's part of the blessing. In, in other words, I look at it. It's, it's in our benefits package. Amen. You know, the promise of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And you'd be surprised at what some of the stuff people think. Just all kind of crazy stuff. It's, it's the devil tries to rob people, kill, steal, and destroy the thief. Because he doesn't want you to get this stuff in your mind and allow it. Let it in. Let the word of God in so it can take possession of you and change you. And let the word do what it says it can do. Because it's quick and it's fast and it's sharp. And it divides. It reads your mind and it separates your thoughts. The good thoughts from the bad thoughts. And I believe every time we start thinking the wrong way God comes in the Holy Spirit saying, uh-uh that ain't right but we we say eh, it looked like this is happening this is real right see I'm going through the real life I had somebody tell me that I'm going through real life what well, the Holy Spirit is about as real as you can get amen but it'll discern your thoughts it'll dis- discern your thinking and 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 correct you and say, no, don't, don't think like that because that's not the right way. And then we try to put him down again, but eventually he wins Amen. because even our, our, uh, prideful flesh gets weak and tired. Amen. See, the Holy Spirit don't get tired, Amen. but our prideful flesh does. And eventually we bow. Amen. But wouldn't it be so nice if we just automatically would bow to the things of God. Hallelujah. Amen. 3 John 2, if you can write that one down, it's beloved, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. So that'll take care of that is it God's will thing because it's right here he says, I wish above all things that you will prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. See, a lot of these scriptures take away that, is it God's will to heal me? Is it God's will for me to be prosperous? Is it God's will for me to, to do better? To live better? To live higher? The scriptures take care of all of this. And then people, sometimes they read it and still don't have that confidence that God is gonna do what he, he, they've already asked him to do. But it's already done, amen, according to the word. Isaiah 53. I just wrote a lot of scriptures down that point right back to God and what, and that His, His will is His word. So what we're doing right now is we're reading His will. And we need to tell people that sometimes. It's like sometimes you just want to jump on them with all fours and say, look, you know, it is His will that you be healed. It is His will that you you know prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers but they read it and they still don't get it because you know we have that built-in negativity and sometimes you know we have to just start from scratch you know it's good to just throw yourself on the mercy of the of the the lord throw yourself on the mercy of the court and just say i surrender god because i need help any of you been there i know i have and and i I need to get this right, and I'm going to get it right, and the word will straighten all things out isaiah fifty three verse four and five it says, surely he has bore borne our griefs, carried our sorrows, yet we re- uh we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and affected afflicted sorry about that, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. So that tells you right now it's God's will to heal. Amen. 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 Because this is what he, you know, this is what he already said. It is his will. Because he was bruised. He was afflicted. He was stricken, smitten by God. Wounded for our transgressions. Bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon. He took it upon himself. So how can we not know. That he will heal. That he will bless. Amen. That his hand is stretched out to us. Hallelujah. It's already written. Amen. It's already been done. He bore our griefs. Carried our sorrows. Amen. When you're sorrowful. He enters into that with you. And he wants to lift it off of you. Amen. Hallelujah. God is so good. First Peter 2. I just decided to just go through. All of everything that lets us know that God's will is to heal us and to give us the desires of our hearts. You just hang in there and don't quit. You know, you have to be like that boxer uh, or a runner. You know, you, you have to stay in the fight, in the race. The fighter stays in the fight and the runner stays in the race. They don't quit. You, I used to always get confused and say, they might as well stop. They're tired. They need water. Them other people is two or three miles ahead of them. They're not going to win. What are they doing? Because I didn't understand the assignment. <laughs> I didn't know the rules of the game. Amen. You have to be mature to understand the rules of the game. You don't quit. You don't stop. Fighters keep punching and taking punches until somebody fall out. But they don't quit fighting. They don't quit swinging. They don't just stop and get out of the ring and say, I quit. Can't do that. Amen. You have to keep going. You have to keep fighting. You have to continue. Fighters continue. Runners continue. Amen. They keep going. They don't stop. And you notice they get that third, what was that Nola when I, uh, I was preaching before I mentioned and you told me Josh said that was the third win or the second win. So when runners are running, they get a second win. And that's where, cause I look, I watched them and it's look like they're so far behind and people giving them water and they're going, going. And then they look like they're just done. And then all of a sudden here they come from in the back. <laughs> And it's just like, and they gain momentum. And it's because they get that second win. That comes from God. Amen. So the word of God gives you that second win. Amen. So that you can keep going. Cause see, you're not in this by yourself. You're not in this race, by, this race of faith by yourself. God is with you. Amen. Hallelujah. And he gives you that second win and you keep going. And you may need another second wind tomorrow, but all you worry about is today. Today, I'm going to make it today. I don't know about tomorrow, but today I'm making it. I'm not stopping. I took a stand, and I'm going to stand there, and I shall not be moved. Amen. I will not be moved. I shall continue on. You know, this race of faith, we're runners in the race of faith, and we continue. We don't stop. Amen. You may think you're going to stop. You may want to stop. I thought I was done. And God says, no, you ain't. you not finished. And I'm thinking, uh-huh. <laughs> and he said, uh-uh. And you stay in the word until you get that second win. That strength comes from the Lord. Amen. And you continue another day. And I found out you just go from day to day and the glory to glory and God steps in and, and helps you whenever you need it. First Peter two, did I say that? Twenty four two twenty four. The word of God is is his will. That's how you know he's going to do it. That's how you know it's already done. And that's why people say, "Well, how are you healed? You healed? Yeah, I'm healed. How you know? Because we're reading all about it right in here. And see, if you don't read this, you don't know. That's why you asking me, "Am I healed? Because you don't you don't understand the assignment. Amen. I was I was there once. But the more you you get into the word, you say, okay, this is already done. All this stuff, bruised for our iniquities, a chastisement of our peace was upon him and with his stripes. We are healed. That's in the past tense. This stuff is already done. It's already written. It's already spoken. Amen. Well, that went out. Some people, well, that went out with the last prophet. They think healing went out. Oh, did it? Well, God took care of the Old Testament and the New Testament. He took care of all of that stuff. Amen. Hallelujah. He took care of both old and new. And see, now we have a, even a better covenant based on better promises. Amen. And so in other words, you can bank on what God is doing. We have already done, I should say. We got, we have Jesus. He was bruised for our iniquity. There's the better covenant. Better promises. Hallelujah. And so we are we're in good shape, good standing with God. Hallelujah. First uh, Peter two twenty four. It says who himself bore our sins in his own body on a tree, that we having died to sin might live for righteousness. By whose stripes we were healed. See, that tells the story right there. So how are you going to tell me I ain't healed? Just don't make sense. Amen. Hallelujah. This is the Abraham brand of faith. This, this is believing for the impossible and it ain't, it ain't even impossible because it's already done. Amen. He already bore our sins. On a tree. Hallelujah. By whose stripes we're healed. Let's go to John 10.10. 10. We already know what it says. But I want to read it anyway. Because I I like to. Know. It says in John 10.10. 10, the thief does not come. Except. He don't come. Except. In other words, he ain't your friend, he don't like you, he ain't going to be nice today, he ain't going to be nice tomorrow, because his reason for being is to kill, steal, and destroy. That's his only function. Amen? He does not come except. In other words, he's not going to do anything different than this, to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I have come that they may have life and that they have it more abundantly. So Jesus came to give us abundant life. Amen. Super abundance. Excessive life. Amen. Overflowing. Surplus. More than enough. Perfuse. Extraordinary. More than ordinary. He came to give us more. Life abundantly. So it negates what the devil is trying to do. Amen. Hallelujah. God already dealt with him. He already dealt with the devil. He dealt, and now he's be, he's left us the power to deal with him too. And keep him under our feet. Amen. In other words, he can't stop your blessing. You, you ever heard people say, they don't want me to have nothing. Can't nobody stop you from having nothing? Don't matter what somebody want. Mm-mm, it, it don't work like that. No, he's been dealt with already. And all you need to do is continue to deal with him and just draw the line. And let him know, uh, uh-uh, uh, you went too far. You get out, you get off my family, get off my property. I remember, uh, you, you guys remember Chase when he first got born again and he went to his apartment and he opened all the doors and all the windows. He said, told the devil now get out. Yes. Amen. Yes. He cleaned that place and it stayed clean. Yes. And he just told him, uh, uh-uh, uh, you getting out of here. So he made it plain. Amen. So you can kick him out. Keep him under your feet. Hallelujah. So it's made on better promises. Amen. It's even better than the covenant that God had with Israel. So Jesus is a better. He's, he's, he's all the way better. He's lovely. Amen. The last one I wanted to go to is Acts ten thirty eight, And that will tell you that this is already done and it is God's will to heal and to bless. Hallelujah. The sky's the limit. Whatever God says you can have, you can have. Amen. Because when people say, well, I don't know if God want me to have that, you know. Well, give it to me. <laughs> I'll take it. Acts ten, thirty-eight. It says, uh, let's go to I don't know, thirty-seven. It says that word you know, which was proclaimed throughout all Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism which John preached, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. Who went around doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. So what did Jesus do? He went around doing good from the day he came here. Amen. Hallelujah. He went around doing good and healing people who were oppressed to the devil. See, uh sickness is oppression. You know, poverty is oppression. It's from the devil. And nothing from him is good. But this is the good news. We don't have to, we don't have to deal with, we don't have to be bothered with that. You know, if we get full of the word, we can cast him out of our lives and stay on top of it. And that doesn't mean he's not going to bother. He, cause he comes here for everything except, I mean, however that said, no, this is his mission. His only mission is to kill, steal and destroy. So we're going to always have to deal with the devil. But not in the way you think. You keep him, learn to stay full of the word, keep him under your feet. And then he's, you know, he becomes obsolete. Amen. Hallelujah. So this is why we study to show ourselves approved unto God. And find out the will of God. So many people are saying, if it's the, if it's his will, I just don't, I could just, uh, I don't like him saying that, people saying that. If it's his will, it's already written, it's already spoken, it's his will. So what do you want God to do? He Look, he's done all he's going to do. I tell you what he told me, I already did did that. It's done. He's done all he's going to do. You know, according to the word. But there's some things that he wants to manifest in your life that's still coming. But you you got to believe it. You got to help. Uh, I'm just saying. You have to help usher those things in with your faith. Believe in it with your mouth. You know, start to declare these things because we got our proof is right here. Everything that we wonder Look in the Word. It's done. And it is God's will. Because if it wasn't His will to heal, why would He send His Son, His only beloved Son? Amen? And it's already done for us. And so put your faith in the Word. My faith is in the Word. Amen? And it's just so many more scriptures I have written down. I read them. Every day to keep myself, my word level up, amen. And and so, because the devil will constantly come and try to say, "It he he ain't doing nothing." You're saying you worse than you were last week, but the devil's a liar, amen. So you really have to fight, and this is called taking a, a position. Your faith is a position that you take, and you don't back off of it. My faith is in Christ and what he's already done. And I will see the manifestation of whatever it is that you believe in for. Don't give up on it because you haven't seen it. Amen. It takes time to change people. You know, we pray for people to get saved. We pray for people to change. You know, we do what we want to do sometime. And can you imagine people that don't read the word just doing what they want to do? And God has to change. You know, he has to put better thoughts in their mind. Yeah. But that word of God is is able because it's quick, fast, sharp. Sharper than any two-edged sword. It's doing what it's supposed to do. Amen. All we need to do is shape up and start to believe. Take a stand. And don't don't take no for an answer. That's another thing. Don't take no for an answer. It's like yes, I can have that because it's already done. See, it's and it's part of your benefits package. You got to know what's in there, and it's in it's that's it. Part of my benefits package. I could have that. Yeah, I could go back to work if I want to. I ain't too old. Amen. See, a lot of people think that it's over. It ain't over. It's just beginning. So you just have to use the word for what it can give you and allow it to work on the inside of you and just be persistent with it. And you'll get whatever it is that God has promised because he's promised us his great and mighty promises in this Bible. And you can have whatever you say. Amen. And you can just draw from it. Draw from it. Amen. allow the word to wash you. You know, cleanse you on the inside. The washing of the word is is part of taking in the written word, what's already been written. So allow God to do a complete work. Amen. Don't run from it. Go back to the, to the drawing board if you have to and let God do whatever it is He wants to do. Amen. All right. Why don't we stop? Father, we just thank you for your word. We just bless and lift you up in the name of Jesus. And we just thank you, Lord. We exalt you. We just bless you. We love you, Jesus. We love your word. We thank you for going to that cross in our place because we deserve death and you took it on your body so that we could live and have life and have it more abundantly and be free just it's just so wonderful what you're doing and we bless and honor you and we lift you up in the name of jesus i'll pray for the people on the internet father bless your people i bind every symptom In your body, whoever has symptoms, we curse them right now in Jesus' name. And, Father, we thank you that by your stripes we are healed. We receive it right now, Father. We receive it now in Jesus' mighty name. We thank you, Father. We don't have to be perfect. All we have to do is receive it from you. We know that healing comes from you, and so we thank and praise you. We curse every symptom, and we bless you. We honor you, Father, and we thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. We just thank you.